internet brand strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel to telecommuting from home to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here today with Mafalda Halligan and she is a an human resource expert and we're going to be talking today about the status of women in the workforce because so much has happened with with the pandemic, with the lockdowns, with the safer at homes, with some schools open, some schools closed and you know, we have some unique conditions right now as women, where especially if we've invested a lot and have our own business, like I do and Mafalda does, or we are working in corporations with both of us advise, you know, these big groups of people on how to handle things, me as a business coach and Mafalda as a human resource expert. And there's unique conditions going on right now that affect all of us. And there's not solutions for everything. But what we're going to do today is we're going to validate, we're going to comfort, we're going to educate, we're going to support, and we're going to help women out there by, at the very least, acknowledging what is going on. And Mafalda, I'm going to open up this discussion today with a little story about what happened in my household while I was in the middle of a radio show. Now, normally my kids are at school. They're not. They're 14 and 17 boys. That means no sports, no gym, no friends, no anything in Southern California since we have been essentially restricted <clears throat> since March. And it is now January of the following year. And in the middle of the radio program, and I'm live, <laughs> I hear this noise from the other room and it's thumping and it's, and I know those thumps. That's when my boys are fighting and wrestling, you know, doing the things that boys do. And I come out Mafalda and my six foot five, 17 year old is holding his little brother who's in uh, 14 by the ankles, upside down in my living room, shaking him from his ankles because the, the younger brother is only five foot and the other one's six five, even though they're only a couple of years oh, apart. Yeah. And my younger son has his teeth in his brother's forearm because it was the only defense he could do enough to make okay. it look like an NCIS report. It had the teeth marks. It had the bruise. And they're like shaking each other. And I'm supposed to be live on the air. So I asked my co-host to cover for me. And I'm like, I have to take care of this because I mean, he could drop him and break his neck. And this is what it was like and has been like during COVID juggling things. And my dad, who's 87, who I take care of in my house, he's taking a nap. He'd fallen asleep watching Matlock, never even heard the ruckus going on. And, you know, running back into my office, you know, screaming at them, you know, to stop it, which of course is not great parenting. It's not a good look. It's not who I am as a person, but I seriously, Mafalda, I just lost it. And yet I had to be back in like 45 seconds <laughs> to continue the radio show because it's live. What are you going to do? Live is live. Pretending, pretending that that whole thing never took place behind the scenes. 
Not a one, not a one. And I'm sure there's lots of, lots of things that go on in your household while you're trying to do this. And you, like I am advising people on how to handle this because that's the questions we're asked in our business. Yep. I think, um, you know, part of my, my personal brand and thank you so much for having me come on. I was really excited about it. Um, but my personal brand is, you know, obviously people know I'm a wife, a mother, and a, and a business owner, and um, and really taking my 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 company seriously, my work seriously. And so um, it's funny that you're sharing this story with me because I found myself in many situations where. I, I thought I had it together. I thought I had the work-life balance. I thought that, you know, working from home, I'm focused, I, I turn it out. And then having a situation where I have a third grader and a fourth grader both home, well, now they're in fourth and third, nine and 10, Irish twins. And I am at a loss to not knowing how to manage Basically, the world of housework, childcare, homeschooling, and, um, and 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 basically the bucket of other, which ends up being work. How do I manage all of this? And uh, yeah, I, I had situations where, you know, leading a call at 9:30 in the morning, I felt like I did everything right. I I had a family meeting the night before at dinner, guys. I have a big conference call, 55 people. I am. I am leading the calls. You know what that means. It means that I'm the one speaking. People are asking me questions. Um, yes, mom, totally, absolutely, great. Nine in the morning, after we'd had breakfast, reiterated, here's what's going on. Um, where are you going to be? What are you? What's your job? Like, what's your schedule? Are you going to be on this? Are you going to be on that? And you just, as much as the, uh, as much of a plan as I felt like I had in this one situation. Here I am, hopped on the call, 9.30, 9.42 a.m., you hear um, rap music really, really loud. And I'm thinking, no, no, <laughs> no, you know, not happening. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this can't, not me, not me. Mafalda, I'm just going to stop you here for a second because I want to thank our sponsor and we're going to get back to your hilarious story in just a minute. But I want to thank our sponsor today and our sponsor is Best Fiends and Best Fiends is such a fun game. You're going to love it. It's one of these can't put it down mobile puzzle games that's free to download, has over 100 million downloads and it's a five star rated mobile puzzle game. And I've been playing it for over a year now and I really love it. And you know, things have come a long way since we were kids and it seems like we get more instant classics every year and you know what this best fiends is an instant classic and you're going to love it you're going to want to enjoy the lovable characters the thousands of levels and the more content that gets added all the time just makes it even more exciting and I do play on my phone and I beat boredom with it I beat stress with it you know recently I was waiting in line to get my dad his vaccine vaccination. And we waited in line three and a half hours in our car here in Los Angeles. And so I was so excited because I could sit here and play this game and it would would keep us company. And, and 
you know, it reminded me of a little kid when I had to sit at my brother's swim team practices and I would read my favorite book over and over. And I read all the Laura Ingalls Wilder books cover to cover and I could bring them with me and I could count on that entertainment factor. I could count on that engagement factor, you know, with those books as a child. And that's what I feel with Best Fiends is that it guarantees a good time. It is so much fun. And if you're worried about running out of levels. Don't be. There's 5,000 puzzle levels and counting, and there's always another update, and there's seasonal fun events that, you know, correspond with the holidays. So that's just really a lot of fun. And don't blame me if you end up kind of obsessed, because I have my little buddy with me, and he is playing it too. And we can play mom and son, and this is really fun. So check it out. You're going to enjoy it. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. You'll be glad you did. Now we're talking with Mafalda Halligan today about the issues of being a full-time working mother at home. And before we thanked our sponsor, she was talking about being on the Zoom call and her son is just blaring, just super offensive rap music that is being picked up on her microphone. And let's hear what happened next. Yeah, very quickly. I'm on my second floor. He's in his room. Turns out class uh, class had connectivity issues. The class ended up being canceled. And my 10-year-old found himself with some free time and thought, you know what, I'm not going to bother my brother because I know that if I fight, you know, it'll probably make her bad, mad. I'm going to go up to my room, listen to some music. It, you know, intentions were great, except volume was at max. And here I am on a conference call. And the president of this company is telling people on the call, hey, guys, can you mute? We hear some background noise. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so here I am thinking, all right, I'm having some connectivity issues. Let me try to work it out. Give me 30 seconds. Mute myself, take the video off, run to his room. I mean, it was like I was possessed. <laughs> Something came over me, threw his Alexa across the room, unplugged it, grabbed him, threw him over my shoulder, ran down the stairs, through the kitchen, to the backyard, sliding deck door, threw him in the deck, told him, get out, <laughs> don't come back in. And just locked the door behind me, came back up. I mean, I think I solid 45 seconds, I was able to do that and um, really out of breath. Turns out I'm really not in as best shape as I thought I was. <laughs> and here I am back on this call with all these people and I'm just breathing real loud, like loud breather, like that, trying to regain um, a good, pulse to the conversation and and it was just okay just back to normal as usual and in that situation after I got off that call I thought to myself I'm not the only one in this situation I'm not the only one who's had to deal with this and I won't be the first I won't be the last these are this is really like a big problem and um and and what do we do do we just say it's okay and it's normalized or do we do we stress out? Do we throw our kids out of the house? <laughs> them, like they're not welcome back in? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, that day, that, that's how I handled it um, because I wanted to do a good job. I don't want my career to suffer because of a situation that I have no control over. Um, Absolutely. So I, I was like curious. I'm like, how are other people handling this? How, how do they manage it? 
Mafalda, I'm just going to stop us for a second here, and I want to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Honey. Now, if you want to check them out, go to joinhoney.com slash coachtalk, and Honey is spelled H-O-N-E-Y. Now, Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And you know, we all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. Yes. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. And they range from sites that have tech gadgets to gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. So imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find for the site. And if it finds a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop. Now, this is so cool. I did it myself. I wanted this blender and I was really picky about it, Mafalda. I wanted the kind that was a USB charge so that I didn't have to always look for a power plug. And I wanted the one with all the pieces, the little lids on the cups and the recipe book. And when I applied the honey button and, you know, applied the coupon, it saved me $17.50. $17.50 for installing a free browser extension and pushing a button. Like that is super cool because I could use that money for something else, or I could put it in my savings and watch it add up. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free, and it installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash coach talk. That's joinhoney.com slash coach talk. You know, when we talk about, you know, how to handle these things, there really isn't a precedent because when you, like for me, when I first started working from home and brought my business into the house, I could have a housekeeper. I had a nanny. I had babysitters. The kids went to school. They had sports and soccer. So I had dedicated focus time to take care of my kids. I had a caregiver for my dad. You know, he's 87 now. So, you know, I've got somebody to come in and bathe him and help him. Well, guess what? All of that is gone now because people aren't coming to houses. There is no home care. There is no child care. There is no school. So all of a sudden, the routine that we were used to is upset. And when I was working in an office and had child care and all these things in place in school, the days at home that I had to work for home were limited. It was maybe because my kid had an ear infection or both kids were sick and I couldn't go to work. The housekeeper couldn't come. The nanny couldn't come help. All these things. But it was only a day. And we can get through a day. But what we can't get through easily is months and months and months of this. I think that um, it's sometimes, and I think, you know, we joke about it. I think people uh, cope with it in different ways. You hear about the studies with mental health and how people's mental health are, are in like a completely uh, bad place. You hear about the COVID-15 and then at the 15 pounds we've, we've you know, put on. I know, um, you know, I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but we I think I probably drank more in 2020 than I can remember. And I, I see these different situations, especially in human resources, because I talk to a lot of people. My job is not just, um, you know, people think HR and it's like, oh, she helps onboard benefits. It's, it's more than that. It's, you know, it's strategy, working with companies on the future of work. It's, 
I, I feel like a huge part of my role, and that's because I enjoy it, is having one-on-ones mm-hmm. with different people in the organization, understanding, um, you know, what helps you um, remain successful, what is keeping you from, um, you know, doing your best for this company on a personal and professional level. And I, I felt it in, in all these one-on-ones I've had over the last um, nine months. There is a trend for sure. And I think especially more so, I, I hate to, to generalize, it's never a good, it's never something I, I think is positive, but in this case, I think there is a trend that, um, well, two trends really. One, you know, people who thought work-life balance, that they had it before, that it's really turned into like whack-a-mole for sure. <laughs> and I think the second, the second is, I think this pandemic has really exacerbated more gender disparity, um, you know, females versus males. And, and I've used this word before, like this motherhood penalty and this fatherhood premium, um, because I do think that in a lot of the situations people I've spoken to, with the exception of like the single parent household, um, I think that um, the moms or the women were more disproportionately affected in a negative way by this whole thing um, because of some responsibilities that they've really had to take on and the burden at home. So that, that's just a general feeling I have. And, um, you know, I, I thought it would be great to, to explore that today because I don't know that we have all the answers. You know, it'd be interesting to get people to call in and, and get their take on it. But I don't know how we get out. How do we get out of it? How do we, um, how do we fix it? And how long is, is the aftermath of what's taken place in the last nine months, how long is it going to really impact some of these people? You know, those who had to either quit their jobs, who had to go part-time, who had to take a shift in role responsibilities. Maybe I was a VP, now I'm a director. Um, you know, even for my own business, I see it. I thought to myself, okay, do I take on more work during this time or do I have to take a step back because I have to think of my family right now and and, and really prioritize what's important. And, and in my case, that's what had to happen because they needed me. Right, right. Well, and I think, you know, the ages, age is a big factor on how, you know, the, the age of the kids like you're dealing with. And, but I'm going to buzz in and just say, even in single parent households, like mine's a single parent household and my kids do go over to see their dads, but when they go over there and this is not just, you know, their dad, it's, it's typical of almost every divorced family that I've talked to, you know, that I have in my peer group. Um, they're not, getting online at dad's house. They're not doing the homework at dad's house. And all of a sudden mom gets the message that the kid wasn't in school today. And I'm like, you're with your dads all day. Why didn't you log in? Why didn't hit my computer? You know, the Wi-Fi wasn't working, you know, whatever, because these, these systems that are already precarious, you know, like having your kid do homework at dad's house over the weekend or get a project done. So they, they don't come home on Sunday night from dad's weekend and go, mom, I need a poster on cell reproduction and we need poster board and it's Sunday night and nine o'clock at night. Like, you know, these yeah. things that were already in place just have, you know, kind of exploded and it's yeah. made it, these systems don't work. They're not working like, and they're not working no. for anybody. You know, the lack of, 
of ability for us out here in Los Angeles, Southern California to get food. You know, we had really hard times. I'm in a, I'm in the largest county in the country. 10 million people live in my county, not the country, not the thing. We're like, you know, half the size wow. of Canada crammed in one little space. So milk became a premium, bread became a freedom. There were times when we couldn't get eggs. I learned you could freeze eggs. Like you crack eggs open and put them in a, because when we had eggs, yeah, you put them in a, a, um, ice cube tray and you freeze the eggs individually you spray the thing with with like you know some sort of pan spray so they don't stick in there and we were freezing eggs because the lines to get into sam's club or costco or target were two and a half hours three hours Mm -hmm. well how am i going to do that nobody's watching the kids nobody's taking care of my dad i have stage 3c cancer treatments going on and so getting food and deliveries weren't available in certain areas. So now you've got a frustrated mom trying to cook, trying to run a household, trying to take care of an elder, trying to do childcare. And then heaven forbid, we help with homework or somebody can't get on a Zoom call. You know, if you have two or three kids in your household, I'm sure you've had this where, you know, if the kids can't get on the Zoom call, mom, mom, I'm going to be late for class, mom, mom. And that's what we hear all day long. We don't hear dad. We don't hear grandpa. We hear mom, mom, mom. Yeah, nope, absolutely. I think um, it's funny because I'm very fortunate to have a partner. You know, it's very blended, the the responsibilities. He has a deep respect for what I do, and and he's very supportive. But the truth is that um, I think until some of these moments, even doing third grade math, he would say, I don't know how to do this. Sure. That's, That's just the reality. And I'm really good at handling sports. I'll do gym. I don't know how to do this. Even if I, you know, I remember. Right, the willingness is there, but the, but the, the the knowledge isn't. No, and not, and just not knowing. And if you've never had to do it, how do you all of a sudden um, adapt? And, and, you know, I remember there being one day where, I mean, I hate to admit this. I actually did tell our principal, I said, I was so upset I got a 60 on my math test because really I took the test for him <laughs> and I got a 60 because I didn't show the work the way they wanted to see the work right. shown like in some sort of a you know common core math way and I said it, it, if I can't do it myself I don't know how, I mean and, and then I found myself googling I mean I, I remember thinking okay I get up I meal prep on Sundays I go to the grocery store and I spend like $500 for as much food as I can get so that I don't have to go to the grocery store all the time. I plan out breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, um, everything, you name it. Everything was planned into a schedule. I log in at six o'clock, start my work day, wake them up at 7.15, get them like into the groove, get them outside, get them like some exercise so that then they're ready to start their day. I mean, it's like, we went through a lot of trials and, and error of even saying, okay, they have a designated workstation, stay in this workstation. And my husband's saying, you know, you might be able to sit somewhere and focus for 12 hours, but I can't do that. I don't know how they would do that. So then we created a map of the house. Okay, you do math in this room, you do reading. Like, so you kind of like switch classes the way you would at school. We had that going. Um, and then, you know, knowing, okay, they have more difficulty in these classes, so I'm not gonna schedule any meetings when they're in this class so I can be there to help. Then it was come three o'clock, Greg, you do like phys ed if he's not at work or you handle that um, or just 
put them in front of a TV or hopefully they don't, you know, leave the house and, and are left to their own devices. I mean, my kids have had a lot of freedom in the last six months that I probably wouldn't have afforded them otherwise, but because yeah. of the situation we're in, it's like, yeah, sure, you can bike those three blocks to your friend's house and just right. don't go in their house, just bike around. And um, and then come five o'clock, dinner, um, back to work. And then it's like nine, 10 o'clock, I'm in bed, exhausted, and I'm still trying to figure out, okay, I know he's got to do this math tomorrow. Um, I'm going to Google how I do these word problems so I can help him. But I have no idea. It's like next thing you know, it's one, two in the morning, and everything is sort of just blended together. Yes. And getting calls or texts, hey, I know we have a conference call at 8.30. Can you connect at 7.45 so we can just, you know, have like a quick call on this? And all of a sudden, that work-life balance that I thought I had, um, it, it's just gone away. I'm just working 24-7 managing my household 24 seven. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do laundry, like all these things are that um, they're just everything's just been thrown in a jar shaken together. And it's like, take what you want out of the jar. What, what, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do today? Right. It's, it's difficult. It is difficult. And even when they try to help, like you were talking about your husband, trying to help with math. And you know, we have, you know, the same same issues here in our house. And when they try to help, like this is why we had an overflowed washer that washed all over, like down the hallway, kind of, you know, we've had mm -hmm. burned pans that I can't get the burnout. Like my, my, both my teenage boys decided, okay, we're going to help. We're going to cook. And then we're going to, you know, they always did their laundry, but I kind of like would check it, you know? So my little one had so much laundry. He decided to pack the washer as full as it could go instead of putting halves and halves in. So the whole thing overflowed, yeah. like made a huge mess to clean up. And, you know, and then there was what I call the spray pan episode in our house. Cause the kids are still like, wow, mom, that was the most insane we've ever seen you. And like you, I I'll, if I go to the store, I'll load up as much as I can so that I don't have to go two or three times. And I took my garage and I put two old bookcases out there and I made like a canned food bunker pantry. Like there was a backstock of mayonnaise, a backstock of ketchup, a backstock of mustard. Because yeah. anybody who's raising kids know if you don't have ketchup for, you know, you might as well just give up the day. Just go, go back to bed yeah. and start over the next day. So I, I, I planned all this stuff out and, and put it together perfectly. But what I didn't account for is my 87 year old dad and my two teenage boys opening and using half of the pan spray. So I had six bottles out there, all of them open, some with caps missing half the, you know, whatever that, that spray thing is to make it come out, you know, they're dead because they've been opened and it was like $40 worth of pan spray. Two of them were missing caps. They're half open. And I just oh my God. lost it because, yeah, you know, my favorite pans are burned. My dishes are broken. Like everything is just a, a, an SHIT show. And I go out there and I'm like, why did you open all of them? Like, why didn't you just look to see which one was open and... It was such a little thing, but I started throwing the cans. I, I threw the cans at my kids. I'm like, why did you look at this one? I was open. Look at this one. This one is half used. You know, and they're like, yeah. mom's psycho. But mom's not yeah. psycho. Mom is just like way overloaded 
on trying to yeah. keep these systems running. And we're not talking, Mafalda, about having a perfectly clean house, you know, or some, you know, sort of gourmet dinner. We're talking about how not to set the house on fire. You know, when you have that oh, age yeah. of people helping, my dad would go out, cook something he's not supposed to cook because of his age, leaving the gas burner on. I come out and I'm like, what is that smell? Okay, we're all going to die from yep. gas. And if somebody lights something, you know, we're all going to blow up. And, you know, these are the yep. things that, that happen when the routine is disrupted and it's been disrupted for yep. all of us. And it gets to the point yep. where the mom is usually the one who snaps, not because she's emotional, not because she's any of this, but because yep. we're hardwired. Children are hardwired to go to their mom. You know, when you had a fever as a kid, you didn't wake up and go, yeah. daddy. And so these things yeah, naturally sure. fall on our shoulders. And even if a husband like Greg or my dad try to help, they don't have the skill set. No, no. It's, and sometimes it's so it funny. makes it worse. It's so funny because um, in the last nine months, my children have gone from calling me um, mom to uh, Wewa, like, hey Wewa, <laughs> and it's basically supposed to be the sound of a siren, like Wewa, 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 because I've become the fun police. So I don't mind it, you know. One day we're all gonna laugh about it, um, but it's I've become the fun police. I'm the one who disrupts the fun. I'm like I'm basically trying to make sure that no one burns the house down and that you don't end up in a hospital at this point or that you don't die you know? Right. Um, yeah. So I, I think that, um, like I said, I, I, uh, when I talk to people and we have these conversations, I, you know, I, I tell them like, you know, you have to be very honest and provide candid feedback to, you know, whoever you report to about the, the, the struggles that you deal with. If you're in a role that that is flexible, you know, how do you accomplish XYZ project? Um, maybe request flexibility to, you know, can I get this done off hours? Can I extend the deadline? Can I get people on the team to help out and put some of the, like reallocate resources and, and get some additional help? But, but the reality is that, you know, a lot of these companies are operating very lean and don't have that ability or um, some of these people are very much individual contributors. No one can really help them. Or, you know, even if their employer wanted to give them an extension to deadline, they can't because, you know, everybody's racing to 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 provide the, the best service possible in return. Well, or there's federal guidelines. Stuff has to get out. There's, you know, deadlines that, you know, there's some deadlines, you know, property. Yeah issues, property taxes, yeah. real estate agents, things need to close. Like there's not always wiggle room for extra no. time. No. And then that's why I say, I don't know that there are answers to all of this. I, I know at home, I, I work on, I, I've become someone that I don't even recognize as thought I'd ever become by writing. I write so many things down. I write schedules. I write, I mean, I, I down to like, you know, 10 minutes, call my mom, because my mom will sometimes call me and say, I haven't heard from you, X, Y, Z. And granted, in the beginning, when the pandemic started, I feel like we were much better 
you know, 6 p.m. dinners and checking in with my parents every day. And then I think once, like I said, this whole thing became much more normalized. And now school is back on, but it's not on. It's at home. Sports are back on, but you're just sort of drop and go. And, you know, there's a lot, there, there's a lot of guidelines surrounding how everything happens. I think we've just gotten busier and, and the training well, has really we've come gotten off the tired. Forward. You know, in the beginning, it was adrenaline rush. Like, we got this. We can do this. You know, we're a family. And, you know, my dad's like, you know, I can pitch in. And the kids are like, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, June rolls around and there's no graduation. There's, you know, my kid, my younger kid was valedictorian for his eighth grade class. There was nothing. That's right. I saw that. Yeah. So, but there was like these emotional letdowns. And then my son was all ready to go to the junior prom, had his date, had his everything. He couldn't even see his date for the junior prom. So she took a picture separately. He took a picture separately and we kind of photoshopped them together. And the reason Mm -hmm. I bring these things up Mafalda is every every age has its difficulties you know we've got the little ones that need more supervision and then we've got the older ones where most of the parenting is emotional you know like my younger one who's like he worked really hard to be valedictorian it's four years combined grades so it's a haul to be valedictorian for the eighth grade in our school district so he's excited because he's going to make his speech he's going to do all these things what's he going to wear and guess what goose egg nothing you worked four years for nothing my older son made the varsity basketball team and he's gonna he wanted to varsity in four sports that was his big deal and so he gets his varsity in three and then all of a sudden sports stop yeah and he can't go to the prom and his you know the girl he was going with is upset and so there's extra upset and so it wasn't so much you know at that time of the year Mafalda that I'm dealing with, do your homework, do these things. It was more, how do you help your kids manage disappointment? And there's a lot of them when you're stretched to the gills, like just, and one of the things that I found, and, and this is, you know, one of my helpful points, I think for today is I started using paper journals, like just simple paper journals. You could get them at Michael's, you can get them from Amazon, And at night before I would go to bed, even if I was dead tired, I would write my feelings out. Like I would write, like, I am so angry, you know, that this happened. I'm so frustrated about this. I'm, I'm grateful for this. Like the kids stopped going over to see their dad at all, which actually was a big benefit for us because we got more Mm -hmm. normalcy. There wasn't more, more change within this. So I started to look at the few things I was grateful for. Um, My dad's ability to function improved because he had to like it's amazing you know 87 all of a sudden he's he's throwing in laundry you know versus you know I'm 87 and I'm old and (laughs) you know so there were some benefits to all this but finding that if I wrote things down and I use three planners I have a planner for my kids schoolwork that's due projects due stuff I need to order then I have a planner for my radio business and then I have a planner for my coaching business and then I know this sounds silly but I put on my phone a reminder for self-care because yeah. I, if I just buy a facial, you know, those little peely things you stick on your face, like, 
it's not a facial, it's not what I'm used to, but at least it's something that says I exist and I'm important and I matter in the grand scheme of all this stuff, even if it's only 10 minutes in the bathtub with some $2 sticker on my face. (laughs) $2 sticker. (laughs) My self-care at one point became like a Friday shower. (laughs) You know, I'm like, this has to stop. This is crazy. So it, it, um, yeah, where I would wash my hair on a Friday, you know, because, well, I'm not going anywhere. We're sheltered in place. And um, yeah, I think um, I'm in a lot of ways, I think I say to myself and I say to the kids, there's a lot of takeaways from all of this that we're going to want to keep doing, like the 6 p.m. dinners, um, you know, eating. It's okay. They're, they're calling me now. Yep. Zachary. <laughs> um, oh, that's so funny because you've got your Zachary on your phone while we're doing this show, and I've got my Zachary texting me. They opened up, you know, appointments for for Grandpa so we can get him vaccinated. So, so, so you need to do this right away. I'm like, um, okay. So we got our dueling Zacharys. Yeah, but I think that um, I just think that at some point, yes, there's like some positive takeaways from all of this. I've learned that, um, you know, every marriage has its ups and downs, but for the most part, we we didn't mind being home together and spending that much time together. There was that. We're like, okay, one day when you retire and I retire, hopefully, you know, we still get along like this because I can't imagine um, being in this situation and not wanting to sit in the same room with your partner or, you know, and then you add in the burdens like financial for the people that weren't working or can't pay their mortgage or can't get food. Um, I think, I I feel like there was a lot of gratitude for a long time. That's what kept me um, and still does, you know, is focusing on the positive mindset and and having everyday uh, gratitude for the things that are good for the things that, that I do have. Both my children are healthy, I'm healthy. Um, you know, I, I, having a friend, especially, you know, we just had uh, her, her two year anniversary of her death and, um, and saying to myself, I remember conversations with her where she said, I wish I had the control to just fix this. And this is totally out of my control. And thinking to myself, okay, like this too shall pass. I have control here. I have control of a lot of things. I don't have control of other stuff. Like I don't have the control to send my kids to school. I wish I did, but I have a lot of other control and focusing on the stuff that is good, not just the negative stuff. We got to just get past it, get through it, deal with it. He's upset. He doesn't sleep over his friend's house anymore. You will again. So call him on the phone, have a virtual sleepover. Here's the things you can do. Don't focus on what you can't do. Um, and that's really, that's helped me in a lot of ways. And I think by reiterating it and living it, um, my family, um, they, they step into the same, um, into that same day-to-day mindset because, you know, they, they mimic what they see, you know, and, and we have bad days, we have good days, but I think that again, in in addition to the journaling, you know, I, I think intentionally saying it out loud right i am grateful Um, having daily yeah those daily affirmations um a lot of things like that we started doing meditation at the house i think that 
that's really, I think people, not enough people tap into to meditation. Right. And you can get guided meditation on Amazon. And if you're your healthcare provider, like my healthcare provider is Kaiser for a family, they offer the Calm app for free. Like it's, that's a $70 app and you can listen. My older son uses that a lot to calm down. You know, we can, we can do these, the Solfeggio frequencies. They're, they're five minutes, you know, that you just listen to and it can help your, your calm your brain down. But the one thing that I think that I'm most grateful for is my kids recognize now what it means that mom goes to work because it was the kind of the perception with both of my kids is that, see, they would go to school just like your kids. They would have no idea that mom's doing meetings, mom's writing reports, mom's on doing all these things. Cause in their mind, you know, whenever they need their lunch, mom drives it over. So mom must be just laying on the TV, watching, you know, watching some rerun, you know, having this wonderful day. They had no idea how much I juggle. Well, now that they're home, they're like, oh my gosh, mom, you do a conference call, you throw in a load of laundry, you come back, do another conference call, work in, go in and make grandpa's breakfast for him. And then, you know, they're starting to see some of that. And I think it's really good resilience training for them as adults. And I think it'll make it better for them as husbands to go, wow, my wife someday. And I, we have these conversations with my kids, like someday, like when you guys get married, you cannot dump all this on your wife. Like, like, you know, you've got to do the dishes and you got to do it with a cheerful smile and not expect to be thanked. Like, (laughs) You can have the last word. Yes, dear. (laughs) Right. Yes, dear. You're right, dear. Whatever you say, dear, anything you say, dear, is the right you know, but I think you can have a lot of life discussions with your kids, and I'm sure you're having them too, that we wouldn't have with everybody running to sports, running to dance, running to music, you know, me, you know, traveling around the country and being gone for a week at a time. And, you know, all of those things haven't happened. So we get this time together. And, you know, it's, of course, out of balance time, but it's still time. So how do you maximize the time that you have, we reinstated movie night, you know, and I watched with my two teenage boys, everybody gets to pick a different movie each night. Well, I picked, um, what's that singing movie? I love it. I could watch it a hundred times where the, um, pitch perfect. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, because it always makes me laugh. And, you know, and my teenage yeah. boys watched it with me. Was it their ideal movie to watch? No. But now they go, like, well, remember when mom made us watch Pitch Perfect because we were in lockdown? <laughs> you know, those are the memories oh that we want to we make those memories, not, you know, throwing, you know, spray cans at your kids. No, yeah. I think they're going to walk away from this experience for the, if they remember, which I think they will, um, a lot of, funny, funny stories, right? I think they'll, and, and they'll remember a lot of like the good stuff, not just like the crazy stuff where I, I threw a, a shoe across the room and hit one of my kids in the face and was like, oh God, like I didn't mean to do that. I was, I'm not that good at aiming. And I thought I would, I thought I was aiming like six feet away from you. And I ended up hitting this kid in the head. And, uh, and my husband saying, you can't do that. I'm like, God, frustrated and um but they'll remember like you know the the you know monday through friday having you know a a daily game and whoever wins the game gets the point and whoever has the most points at the end of the week gets to pick the movie on friday because 
the little one is like, how come I don't get to watch what I want? Because I'm at the bottom of the pecking order, you know, but I'm a pretty good athlete. Let's, let's, let's have competitions. Yeah. And we started that. doing it. Or, you know, my kids not being able to find socks to wear. I'm like, well, maybe if you did your laundry, you would have socks. And, you know, and, and that's sort of what sparked that conversation. It's either eating dinner, having a clean dish, which, you know, not very green, but at one point we switched over to paper plates for a while. We did too. I was just overwhelmed. And I, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm sorry, you know, Mother Earth, but, you know, this is how it's going to be for a little while because I'm trying to do the best I can and prioritize um, everything. On the positive side, I mean, I've learned how to make a lot of cool new dishes that I otherwise wouldn't cook. And you know, dad has learned how to do a lot of like new stuff too. And, and I learned that, you know, having a clean house is one of his triggers. Great. Help out, you know, right. it's much easier when everybody's out to keep the house clean. It so is. When we're here seven days a week. Right. And when yeah, your kids, like my kids go to school in the morning, I pack breakfast and lunch. Both my kids take shakes. So they get a shake, you know, a shaker bottle with the powder in the bottom and a banana, you know, for breakfast goes in and then they get their lunch packed and then they throw all their garbage away. So all I have to clean for two kids for two meals is two little shaker bottles. Like that's nothing compared to the just onslaught of dishes because every time they come in they make a dish and we did the same thing I bought this huge like Sam's Club Costco bulk you know it's like its own tree like it was just a a tree trunk sliced into paper plates and I felt really bad going look at all the paper that I'm wasting but I'm like look at all the water I'm wasting you know and soap you know washing all these dishes but like some things just had to go. And I think that maybe is the, you know, like as we wrap up today's show, the moral of today's show is honor yourself where you are, do the best you can, and don't beat yourself up if you hit your kid in the head with a shoe. Like I hit mine with a spray can. How many kids got hit with stuff during this pandemic? You know, we're just all doing the best we can, but I think we do hold ourselves up, especially as company owners and mothers and, and friends that we have this expectation of ourselves that we don't have a lunatic side. And clearly we all do. Like, apparently it's there. It's there. You know, we found it. We don't want to come out and play a lot, but she's there. And, but that's about being kind to yourself and going, you know what? It's okay. You know, he didn't die from the shoe hit. My kids didn't die from getting hit in a spray can of Pam. You know, nobody's fell apart. It wasn't ideal. And then you just Mm -hmm. say, like, I'm sorry, I'm frustrated. And that's what I told the kids. Like, I work so hard for this food for our house and you know I'm I'm undergoing these treatments and I'm I'm tired but you know and you guys don't have the the respect to look and go is there a can already open and the sad thing was Mafalda they said that never occurred to us (laughs) like oh my god right you can't like they can't know what they don't know so I'm like okay from now on before you open anything new check to see and if it's a big jug of stuff because we had like two big jugs of mayonnaise open taking up the fridge and I'm like just ask me and they're like okay and now I don't have to throw things at them it just doesn't come naturally to them at all and um (laughs) including including the adults you know I don't want to just say it's the children but yeah it it was it was an interesting 
still is, you know. Um, Mom, you want me to get a TBI or something? You can't throw <laughs> shoes in my head. I'm pretty sure it's not allowed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Call the police. Get your dad from the other room. <laughs> I think I need to step away. I think I need a timeout right now. <laughs> yes, but that's it. We do. And that's the thing that's been missing is there's no timeout for moms. Like I know when I work out of the office or I travel, it's my time to think about me. It's my time to just reset and, and come back to my household refreshed. And so that I can be a good, effective mom. And we're all just slammed in here like sardines going, you know, good luck to you. It's, it's Lord of the Flies for families. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, how can people find out more about you? So check us out at www.riverrunhr. Not only do we help small companies uh, with their HR needs, but I also do, uh, you know, podcasts. I am, you know, a guest speaker for various events. Um, when it comes to obviously not just HR, but all things on uh, family and motherhood, because I'm I'm living it. <laughs> You're loving it. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. We'll be back again next week with another great episode. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort, so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks and techniques on Coach.